everyone, and welcome back to the Mediaverse podcast. I am your host, Dylan Licardo, and joining with me, as always, is a Sacred Skull. What is How are you up, doing, Sacred? everyone? What is up? I'm doing pretty well today. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Um, we have a bit less of news to talk about today than we did last week, but we still got some some goodies coming your way. Indeed. Um, the big thing, and what we're going to just jump right into, because it's probably going to be our primary topic today, is Secret Invasion. Yep. Uh, we've been reviewing the show as it goes, and we've had the last two episodes. Oh episode boy. Five and six. So let's start with just talking about those two episodes, then we'll get into kind of an overall season. What did you think of the show now that we've... Um, have gotten through because I know we both started off very high. I was starting to get a little worried last week about it. You were still feeling good, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off to you. How did you like episodes five and six? Um, well, overall, I'm disappointed. Um, I think leading into episode six, I I was still hype. Like, episode five was like, all right, you know, he's finally suited up. We're going into the big moments here. This is make or break for me. And uh, it broke. Oh, it broke. And it, uh, the last episode, man, I, I truly, don't get me wrong. I thought it was cool, but, but, uh, but at the same time. Like what are we what are we doing here? Like, what what did I just witness with my own eyes? Like, I had to really ponder that for a second after it after it ended. Um, I the the whole there's so many things I would like to change, uh, be it small or very large or uh, even starting with like people that were revealed to be scrolls at the end. And like, that's just something small, but they could have made it something so much better, something so much cleaner. Um, The whole, the whole final conflict where uh, Gaia is, is Nick Fury. And then they both turn into super squirrels. And then they have a super scroll battle for all of 10 seconds. And, and Gaia is just dominant, apparently. And then now she's out here in the world. The <laughs> strongest being ever in Marvel in the MCU is just, is just out here. And uh, Gravik was... He was so cool, and they just killed him in, like, half a second. Classic Marvel killing yeah. off cool villains. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I just thought of something we'll the, add the, in here as a discussion point for, for later. Um, speaking of killing off cool villains. Yeah. Um, but let's we'll, we'll keep the focus on Secret Invasion. Okay. Because um, I, I agree with you. There's just a ton. There's so many things. That fell short. Just, yeah. So um, so let's, let's in particular, let's focus in on just starting with episode five. Okay. If I just was going to ask you 
what was the memorable moment from episode five? What would you say? Uh, the last five minutes. Um, Which was just the, the invasion into the Fury House, right? Yeah, the invasion into the Fury House and then Fury going to his grave and grabbing the, uh, oh, the, the DNA container. That, that but it's just like last that. Episode. That's yeah. it. That's, that's it. That's all yeah. that was there. And yeah. it's just like, that's so disappointing, especially coming off of a relatively cool ending in the the convoy yeah. um, sequence. It's just like, it just, it felt boring Yep. on episode five. And like, like you, I was like, okay, maybe this pays off right. really well still. I, I was I was holding out hope for episode six. But man, episode six was just so disappointing. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, let's you kind of, you kind of already listed off a bunch of the issues, but let's just kind of go go down the list and let's okay. first start off with this the Gaia fake fury reveal that let's be real was not not surprising at all. Were you surprised at all? No, at all by that. No. No, not even in the slightest. It's there like was a, th- okay. Actually, maybe in the slightest. There was a small part of me for a second uh, when you know Fury, quote unquote, air quotes, was like you know coughing in the reactor room with Gravik, and they were having their little banter, and there was this just nobody taking out uh, the president's guards. There was like. There was like well, no we knew, one being we knew shown Sonya. We knew Sonya was yeah, the she was there, but I don't think she, like it was just her. So for like a split second, I thought like another hero was going to make an appearance. Yeah, uh, they didn't have the budget for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the budget. Yeah, definitely didn't have the budget to call in another actor for five minutes. No, um, not at all. You know, like Brie Larson, who was oh yeah, how many times in the show? Or never. Yeah, I I don't know. Um but anyway, and then, yeah, I was the whole time I was like, okay, well, this is obvious. Uh, boom, they're going to turn the reactor on. Then, boom, it's going to be a scroll v. scroll fight. And guess what? It was. Well, the, the thing for me as well was um, Gravik was going off about all these moments and, like, the reasons why he betrayed Fury and, like, the right. reason he took the face. First off, Kingsley Benadir was once again the best part of the show was just some of the acting done yeah. in the show. Kingsley Benadir was killing that scene. Absolutely. But you could tell it was not Nick Fury because of how Samuel L. Jackson was acting as clearly a different person in that scene. And yeah. uh the oh I I don't remember this and oh I don't know that. It's like come you guys could have made it a little more convincing. Right. Um but yeah so then the super scroll v super scroll. So number one thing for me, I, I understand it's, um, it's Amelia Clark. You, you want her to be Amelia Clark, but Gravik gets all the super scroll powers and becomes Omega Hulk scroll. And Amelia Clark just stays Amelia Clark. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it looks ridiculous with Drax's arm and Korg's arm and all these things appearing. It just looked ridiculous. It looked bad. Yeah. I looked will say in scroll makeup for yeah, that scene. Exactly. And it looks better. 
exactly. Like Gravik, I think I think Gravik's Super Scroll looked great. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I, I think the CGI there looked amazing. But but putting seeing, it on a human didn't right, look like amazing. it didn't. It didn't need to be exactly Captain Marvel plus all these other characters again. You know, we no. we could have had the scroll side of Gaia be there, and we didn't need a, another face. I, I do Marvel. like how at least it seems like they're keeping the limit from the comics of at max they could be using four powers at a time. So yeah. it at least somewhat limits Gaia, the one and only Super Scroll that's left now, mm-hmm. in power. But like you said, we now have the most powerful being in all of Marvel. And this is now my major issue. What's happening with her? Because let's be I, real, she's not appearing in the Marvels. Yeah. Like, unless it's a complete surprise, we haven't heard about it, anything like that. Post-credits. 90% sure she's not in the Marvels. Yep. And it's just like, because she what, didn't go off with Fury. She went off with Sonya. Yep. And they're setting up, clearly, MI-16, the British Avengers, with probably bringing back Kit Harrington's Black Knight. We'll probably mm-hmm. get a Captain Britain. But what, in 10 years we're getting that? Right. Like, right. and that's the issue. You, you set up this storyline through this show, and it's that's not, not going to be here. Yeah. And it's just like, this This is kind of what, I, and I understand people have given this gripe about Marvel recently, there's too much going on. They're mm-hmm. setting up these storylines that aren't getting paid off for years on end. Agreed. And it's just like, no, I'd rather you set up these storylines and we continue these storylines. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, wh- with that being said... If we do get an MI-16 with Sonya and um, Gaia and the Black Knight and all these characters, I think that's really cool. And I like that that this show set that up. For sure. I just don't think we're getting that anytime soon. I think we're, yeah, like you said, at least 10 years off. And by then... These characters are old and they're not able to play the characters anymore. Like, what are we... At a point... The Marvel setups have to like stop <laughs> at a, at a or point. set up just the next thing right like, like used to like right. Thor's hammer appearing at the end of whichever Phase One Marvel movie set up Thor that was Captain uh, America Captain America T's set up Captain America yeah. like they set up just the next thing yeah like let's just go back to Shang Chi the start of Phase Four right. We haven't had any payoff of that tease yet. Right. When exactly. are we even seeing Shang-Chi again? Probably the coolest new character they've introduced. We haven't seen him. Not at all. And it's and just like... apparently... I mean, I, we can go into this later, but apparently they're saying that he's going to be part of the big three leading the team in uh, the new so, Avengers. So where is he? Why right. isn't like, he here helping... How is he going to lead the team if we haven't... in these post credit scenes? Right. Like, what is happening? establish him as that if you want him to be the new you want to be a general steve rogers work it up establish that yeah because i think he deserves it should what it him a mr fantastic clearly is gonna end up being one of the next big so far what i've seen on like the uh the quote-unquote leaks or the quote-unquote you know stuff like that it's it's shuri shuri's black panther 
Shang-Chi. Which would have been T'Challa. And Sam Wilson's Captain Captain America. Yeah. I think Mr. Fantastic will take essentially the Tony Stark role whenever he eventually comes in. Yeah. And then, like, that would make... Because, honestly, Black Panther was set to join the trio. You have Shang-Chi filling in the Thor role. You would have Sam Wilson just clearly filling the Captain America role. Black Panther filling the Black Panther role. And then Mr. Fantastic comes in as... The character. But then there's another issue of, okay, once again, Captain Marvel, and mm-hmm. this can come in also, we can tie this in eventually, maybe to the Marvel's discussion. Mm-hmm. She should be in this discussion, but what they've done with her character and how they've established her and their goals and all this and setting her origin story in the past and having her go off into space for, it just, it's, yeah. Caused it to where she can't be this, and she should because she is, or at least before Gaia, was the most powerful character in Marvel. I agree, and it's also just like I, uh, speaking of Captain Marvel, I've seen something about how the original writers of like Marvel's, like you know, timeline were, were expecting Captain Marvel to take up the mantle of like group leader. But then the like movie the movie did so poorly and was so poorly received that they had to 180 and rethink the whole big next big three. And then it was going to be, at one point, it was going to be her, T'Challa, and then, you know, Sam Wilson's Captain America. And then now it's no Captain Marvel, no T'Challa, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, and... Sam Wilson's still in play. So he's the only surviving member of their original big three plan. And now, now we, you know, now we barely get Captain Marvel content, but yeah. And I mean, but I mean, we, we obviously, we have Captain America coming out, which this show also is leading into, but it's just like this show. Once again, if the show was titled Nick Fury, absolutely. We don't have, as many complaints. Yeah. It's a perfectly fine character show, mm-hmm. but when you establish it as its secret invasion, there's so much tied to that. There's so much tied to that. And yes, they did leave it with a little bit of lingering. Okay. The scrolls are still kind of here. Ritson is an idiot and has basically started the scroll human war. That's yep. maybe could be, but once again, when will this all come back up? Besides, I mean, we'll obviously have to deal with Ritson himself in Captain America because of Thunderbolt Ross and all of that and what's supposed to be happening with his character. Yeah. But, like, beyond that, are we going to see the scrolls anytime soon? Probably not. I don't think so because from what the – at least from my point of view, the, the Marvel timeline seems very Kang-oriented. So yeah. – they like tried when, to throw too many of these big things. Like, okay, yeah. you want to do Kang, do Kang stuff. Yeah. I... I don't know, man. This, this is maybe just me. Maybe Kang shouldn't have been the big bad yeah. in Phase 2 here. Maybe, maybe he just quite, well, it wasn't quite at that point. Or, you know what? Maybe multiverse stuff is not always the best storytelling stuff. Yeah. And I think a lot of movies and shows are starting to realize that here soon as more multiverse stuff starts to fail. True. But Marvel's kind of built themselves into this hole. Like, Secret Invasion, the stuff, if you're gonna, like, 
you're going to have teases. You're going to have things. Make it matter. Make it connect to some of these projects. As we're saying here, this just doesn't seem to connect. Right. It should connect directly into the Marvels. Yeah. You look at the Marvels trailer. What of that connects to Secret Invasion? Nothing except for Nick Fury going back up. Yeah. That's it. Which, which he was already there. Yeah. They basically just put him back where he started. It, it's it's almost like this show didn't even need to happen. <laughs> it didn't. It did it, Because it's setting up a story that we're not getting. Yeah. And that is my big issue. As a show, as some of the acting, it was great. Yeah. I enjoyed the performances. I enjoyed Absolutely. some of the small moments. Yeah. But we're talking story here. We're talking story grand scheme does not matter yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Nothing. Nothing. The takeaway is that nothing mattered from this show so far. That's it. No. Will, once again, in seven years, it come back up? Sure. But that's too late. It's too, it's, it's, why can't we just have things like, I feel like it's a, it's an aura that we don't have anymore from the, from like the, the classic phase one through three, you know. Everything literally pointed to the next thing. Everything was leading you and building that hype. But now they've kind of learned that that works and they're trying to do it in a much grander scale. So that way everything connects to every other thing and then every other thing connects to another other thing. And then there's like 15 storylines that they're trying to make you be hyped about. But as they're doing that... They're yeah. losing fans. Exactly. Fans are getting and overwhelmed it's not and good. confused and the quality of the work's going down. It's just not good. They're meeting cool characters that we're never seeing again. Yep. And it's just like, why? Yeah. What? What is the point of this? And I think this is actually, um, I think we should actually transition this into just talking about the Disney Plus shows as a whole. I, there's still some more. We'll come back and talk Secret Invasion specific. Sounds but good. I want us to rank the Disney Plus shows. We're okay. Go in order, just number one show, best to the worst. And I think this will help highlight this conversation we're having about why Secret Invasion just doesn't matter. Because the ones at the top of this list, I mean, I can just assume, I don't know what your Let me, list is going to be. Oh, yeah. People are not going to like the, my list, but that's okay. The ones uh, at the top are going to be the ones that probably mattered. And, let me and pull have, up a list have already had impact. And the ones lower down are probably going to be the ones not so great. So just for, for listeners, this is all the Disney Plus shows we've gotten so far. Started off with WandaVision. Then we had Falcon and Winter Soldier. And Loki Season 1. What If. We are going to include What If in the discussion. Okay. Hawkeye. Moon Knight. Miss Marvel. She-Hulk. And then finally Secret Invasion. Got it. So let's start off. Do you want to go top to bottom or bottom to top? I'm going to go one to whatever. All right. What is your number one out of all these shows? Uh, Loki. Loki is my number one show. I would. I also put, would put Loki. Loki was one. fantastic. Yeah, and why it's fantastic. One... I mean, it helps that it's an already established character, but it yeah. established new things in the TVA and all Indeed. those characters. But it clearly had a vision. It, it stuck clearly to it. set up a story. Yep. And then that story clearly had a greater impact in the future of Marvel. Right. 
and it executed on every level, visually, character growth, character development. Those are the same things, but I'm just repeating myself. <laughs> just the it was that good. The the conflicts, the everything was wrapped up, and it didn't have a big giant climactic finale. It, it had didn't. a cerebral finale, yeah. and it you don't need these it huge giant beautifully. finales. Yeah. So yeah, the Loki Loki's an easy number one yeah. for me. Um, what would be your number two? Okay. People are not going to like my number two, but it's uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, a lot of people are, you know, don't like that show and have very fair opinions on it. But I really liked it. Uh, it spoke to me, um, you know, uh, to get into like some, you know, political stuff. But, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a black man in America. I get it. You know, it, like there was those scenes where they're talking about stuff and life and how it would mean to pick up the mantle of Captain America as a black man. And I was just like, man, this is sick. And then I also liked the camaraderie between Bucky and Sam and how they like form as from like, they just kind of hate each other to be work friends. Right. Zemo's great. And I don't know. uh, I, I think the acting was fantastic. I thought the world building was fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's my number two. Yeah. I, I love Falcon and Winter Soldier. It would fall at three for me. That's fair. Um, for basically a lot of the stuff you said. I, mm-hmm. I liked the political commentary. I thought John Walker and the way they presented him was incredibly Agreed. interesting. The the just the, the scene of him killing the guy with the shield yeah, that just was, that was still good. just sticks in your head. Yeah. And Haunting. it's once again, I'm gonna just repeat. It mattered as a story. Yes. yes. Did it have some issues story-wise? Mainly, it's come out that's because of COVID. And yeah. it was going to have actually a plague-like COVID storyline that they had to change while also filming under COVID protocols. So, yeah, yeah. it has a couple holes because of that. But as a whole, the story mattered. It established Sam Wilson as the new Captain America. It gave Bucky closure on a lot of the stuff he was still dealing with. Yep. It established the Thunderbolts and the idea that the Thunderbolts would be coming, which is paying off, what do you know, in the next Captain America movie. Right. It built up the world and the story, which yep. was great. So that would be my number three. My number two right above it would be the original Disney Wanda. Plus show WandaVision. That's my number but, three. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I figured I figured these were going to be the top three. Yeah. This is why I said we should transition into this because let's just repeat it all again. It had great character development. Yeah. It had a clear vision and yeah. it established story for the future. It directly yeah. set up Multiverse of Madness, which that can... It should have directly established Multiverse of Madness if, you know, those directors and screenwriters actually watched the show. Yeah. Funny enough, it still worked. Even though they didn't watch the show and take it, it still set up that movie. Yeah. It's directly setting up other things. It's built in new characters. It it mattered. It was an impactful show. And it had a clear vision. It was entertaining. It was also it brought us Photon who's appearing in the Marvels. Look look at how these characters mattered. And I think that's the big thing from these top three. Yeah. 
Um, anything you want to add on one division? Oh, uh, no, I just, I agree with everything. I, I think it, like I was saying, it, it's incredibly unique, like the way that show was produced. Oh, I, I, lo- I loved the going through the decades. Right, yeah, me too. And like, even the uh, the slight trick of bringing in Quicksilver again, like that was, it was that fun. Was, that was fun, yeah. Like, fun. that show was fun. Like, can we get more fun in our production? So I, 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 I'm going to assume this is the same for you. You can correct me if I'm wrong. If this was a tier list, that's a break in a tier. Yeah. Those three shows are those well are above tiers. the rest. Yeah. Those, mm-hmm. those are the top three. And I think, once again, we can see why. And if you look, like we've said, they had an impact on the future. They've already paid off in the future. We are seeing these characters. We're seeing how they're impactful. That's why these shows matter. Not yep. just the fact that they were good shows, which some of these other shows later we're going to talk about are still good shows. Yep. In terms of Marvel, these actually have mattered. Yep. So if we're going now into the second tier, the, the lower kind of impact shows, what would be your number four? What's left? We got Moon Knight... Moon Knight, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, and What If. Okay. Um, I think I'd have to go... I think I'd go Hawkeye here. Me For me, my, my fourth place would be Hawkeye, beginning A tier. Yeah. Uh, Haw- Hawkeye would be close for me. Um, mm-hmm. I think it might probably fall at five or six. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll officially lock that in after we talk, but I'll, I'll let you talk about Hawkeye first. Okay. Um, I thought, again, uh, Hawkeye was a great, uh, well-written story, I think, uh, for, for the character of Hawkeye and what he was after the, after the snap, after, uh, Endgame, the war, the battle for Earth, as they call it, um. I thought it was a great uh, character buildup of Kate Bishop. I thought, uh, I can't remember her name. The actress. She she plays no, her. Um, Haley incredibly, Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. Uh, she plays her incredibly well. Um, I think Yelena fit into that cast very well as well. I think uh, the introduction of Netflix's Kingpin being in the Marvel Universe. Well. Some people would argue it's not the the Netflix's kingdom. Right, right. It's the same but, actor, but... but same actor, but like you know, in my mind, it's you know similar. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know a lot of people hated. Yeah, how, um, that kingpin was. Defensive. But anyway, I just I really like that show. I think it had a lot of uh, a lot of good things in my eyes. Just uh, and but like in terms of affecting the future, so far we got nothing. Uh, but uh, as a show, I really enjoyed no, it. Yeah. I, I agree. As a show, I, I, I really enjoy Hawkeye, especially, like you said, Kate Bishop. Like the, Clearly, that show is meant to be passing the mantle of Hawkeye right. to her, building this relationship with Elena, who's the next Black Widow, and kind of establishing the Hawkeye-Black Widow relationship again, yep. and kind of actually uh, select, seeing uh, seeing that built instead of just... It already being there like it was originally. Yeah. So I really liked that. The issue is, where's Kate Bishop now? Right. 
and we we haven't seen her. But that's we're going to say that probably for most of these other shows, except for maybe Miss Marvel, because yeah. clearly she's appearing in the Marvels. Yeah. Um, I I'm going to put Moon Knight at four for yeah, me. Yeah, that's my fifth. Yeah, and and that's it was really those two and probably what's going to be my sixth. I, I'll, I'll I'll lock Hawkeye in at fifth. Yeah. I'm going to put Moon Knight at four. Just yes, it. It, it fumbled the ending. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about how Loki had this more cerebral ending. It paid off. WandaVision had a big climactic battle. It worked. Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of had a mix of the two. It worked. Yep. Moon Knight fumbled the ending. Yep. Uh, the climactic battle at the end was not good. And I, it was I a race. Not, I, I, I will not try and defend that. But yeah. what why it's for for me is just Oscar Isaac. Oh, fantastic acting job yeah yeah Yeah, just we've talked about how great secret invasions acting and the characters have been oscar isaac is running laps around those characters oh my gosh truly impeccable work from from oscar isaac in that yeah and and it it introduced a cool character it made them very interesting it it made me fall in love with the character like it I I was not big like I didn't know a ton about Moon Knight and it it got me invested in that character. It made me want to see more of that character. It made me want to go out and learn more about the Same. character. And that's why it it put it there for me. Yeah. It just as a if if we're going to use these shows to establish characters, that one worked in establishing a, a brand new character. While yes. Hawkeye is passing the mantle, I like that. We've had Hawkeye this is this is a new corner of the universe, but then once again we'll say it. Where are we seeing Moon Knight right. again? And it sucks because this is where I, I get in. I understand like some more casual Marvel fans' opinions. It's like I want more Moon Knight. Yeah. Stop introducing these other new characters. Stop giving these. I want Moon Knight. I want to see Shang Chi. I want to see these characters that are really cool. Yeah. Please give me more of these characters because these are the ones I want to see now. Uh, so that's opinion. my one big gripe with Moon Knight is just the ending sucked and where is this character appearing again? I think, and for me, since Moon Knight is at my five spot, I think uh, I think Moon Knight started out really strong for me, and then towards the last couple episodes, and then the ending would just totally threw me off of the Moon Knight train. Um, I do think it's at five for that reason, but like, again, incredible show, great character introduction as someone who literally knew next to nothing about Moon Knight. Um, yeah, I, I, I went out. I, re- I really feel like it was just the finale. Cause even up to the finale, like the, the penultimate episode where he's in the hospital and it's both the versions together yeah. and they're having to like like up to there it's still incredibly That's interesting true. and really good it literally was just that finale just fumbled so hard yeah i think whereas like secret invasion fumbled the yeah. last two episodes i think it's just like for a finale like that and you're just gonna you're gonna use that to introduce the the third unknown variable mental state i can't remember uh what it's called but um why am i blanking on this uh personality the third personality yeah the third personality uh like i get it i see the vision i don't appreciate the vision if that makes any Uh, sense jake lockley yeah yeah Uh, Yeah. for me it was more the just 
big giant CGI gods oh, that the kaiju battle after two seconds. Yes, the kaiju battle was dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was the issue for me. All right, so we're, we're we've flipped two, but for the most part, we've been relatively yeah. the same through the top five. Uh, what would you put at six? Um, so we have what if Miss Marvel, She Hulk, and Secret Invasion lined. I think I'm putting Secret Invasion at six. Ooh, maybe was... no. I think okay. I think I'm putting okay. I think I'm putting Miss Marvel at six. Yeah, Miss Marvel at six. Secret Invasion at seven. That's mine. Okay. Well, I, this is where we're, we're really gonna differ. So I'll, I'll let you talk, Miss. Well, not really, because I'll put Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel was gonna be seven for me. Okay. I'm putting What If at six. Okay. See, um, if I'm just going to preface this. I should have prefaced this in the beginning. What If is in just a completely different category for me. It's it's a completely different universe for me, like in terms of Disney Plus shows. Yeah, uh, and, and I, I can I can get that. But I, yeah. I wanted to include it because it's technically within this. Yeah. But why, why I'm putting What If at six is that's how multiverse stories should be told. Agreed. That Agreed. is the best example of multiverse stories is it told these different stories and then it tied it all together yep. in a nice way. Yep. It it felt rewarding to watch it and see these different stories and how it all played out. Were some of the episodes better than others? Absolutely. Yep. Were some of the characters cooler than some of the others? Absolutely. Yep. But as a whole, that is the best version of storytelling in multiverse marvel has done so far and while no way home is like a great movie it's still not the greatest multiverse story no if, if we're looking at it from that perspective i love the movie but as a multiverse story it was like okay why does the why does tom holland's peter parker actually really care about all these different villains that he has no interaction with ever before there's no investment there whereas yeah. in here we get more investment in these characters and why they are the way they are. So that's why I put, um, why I would put what if where it is, even though, yeah, it's, it doesn't fully connect. Will it ever truly connect to the MCU? Probably not. Um, I'd put I it just, in, in like, in terms of tier listing, I'd put it in like high B, low A for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is where I think we're kind yeah. of at in like, yeah. if we were tier listing this. Um, but then I would put Miss Marvel after that. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll let you have Miss Marvel slightly higher, so I'll let you kick off Miss Marvel. Um, I liked Miss Marvel. I thought um, I can't remember her name, the actress, but I thought she was incredible. Yeah, um, Iman. I think Iman. Her first name. Yeah, Iman something. Uh, Iman Valani. Yes, she. I think she was incredible. Um, you can, re- I think you can really tell like on and off screen how much she cares about this job and this character and Marvel itself. And I think in the show, you can really tell that she, she wanted to bring the character to life. And I think that's incredibly important in a show, uh, especially for our main character. But, uh, I like what they did with her arcs. Um, I will say the ending fell very flat for me. Um, 
And I don't necessarily like her powers in the MCU. Like, I think it's a, a little strange. She's kind of Green Lantern-y. Um, but... Well, they had to make them all have light, so the Marvels made sense. Yes, yes. Uh, so, you know, in terms of that, you know, disappointments exist, which is why it's in my B category. But uh, I like the show. I like the character. I like the other characters. I like what it stood for. And yeah, that's that's really... Yeah, that's really uh, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I, I loved the establishing of Kamala Khan. Yeah. And, and the Kamala Khan portions of the show were the best part. Her yeah. with her family, her with her friends, her dealing with the being a Muslim American yeah. and all of this stuff and dealing with the, the go, dealing with her heritage and yeah. the, the Pakistani crisis and all this stuff. That stuff was amazing. Absolutely. I agree with the powers. I don't like what they did with her powers. The throwing in at the end. Oh, you, it wasn't. It was the Bengal, and then yeah. no, it was you're a mutant. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to preface that. Like, okay, we're bringing in mutants now. Yeah. Which uh, have you seen in the comics? They're also making Miss Marvel a mutant. Yeah. Too. And it's okay, Kevin Feige. I get it. You hate the Inhumans. You hate what they the previous Marvel TV shows did. Yeah. It was a better way to change Miss Marvel yeah. if you didn't want her to be an inhuman. A thousand percent. And this this was not it. Yeah. Um, the finale with the gin that ended up not mattering at all. Yeah. Like if if you don't want the gin to matter, just don't have them be there. Have damage control be the one main villain. That would have been better. It would have been. If you just had it focused on that. Um, so yeah, th- that is where I think it, it's. Miss Marvel hit a lot of the same issues Secret Invasion does. Yep. Where it it started off really strong, but the reason why Miss Marvel's above is I think introducing the character was done better, and I think it it did actually have more of an Im- impact on Marvel as a whole. It was building more towards that. Whereas Absolutely. yeah, Secret Invasion we discussed earlier in the episode why it it didn't. Um, so for me, that's the end of my B tier Yeah, is after Miss Marvel. What if Miss Marvel for me? And the last two shows are just the, the garbage tier and that's She-Hulk and Secret Invasion. I would put Secret Invasion above She-Hulk, but those two are just the bottom tier for yeah. me and the what's bad about Marvel TV. Yeah. For me, uh, She-Hulk is my only like true garbage tier. Um, that's about it. Uh, like, Secret Invasion is in my B tier. Because, uh, again, uh, the same thing as you were just saying, Miss Marvel and Secret Invasion both started great. I was loving it. Hype. I was there. And then the endings really just made me upset. But doesn't mean I didn't like the show. So that's my B tier. And then yeah, yeah, She Hulk. Yeah, let's man. we'll we'll quickly talk She Hulk. Tatiana Maslany, perfect, yeah, perfect. absolutely. She she's amazing. Yeah, they just need to give her actual good stuff <laughs> to work with. My God, was that story horrible? Yeah, and it's when you kind of hear this, it makes sense. This is kind of and Marvel actually has a lot of their recent stuff. This has happened. 
they've been hiring writers from Rick and Morty in particular. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they've been hiring a lot of Rick and Morty writers. I know, I think Rick, uh, Rick and Morty writer, I think worked on like Multiverse of Madness. Um, they, they definitely, they did She-Hulk. I think they've done a couple of these other kind of stuff. When you hear that, all of a sudden, the way Miss Marvel's storytelling makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Because Miss Marvel doesn't feel like a true three-act story. It feels like a bunch of sketches put together. Yep. That just get more ridiculous and ridiculous. And then the ending with her breaking the fourth wall and going and seeing Kevin and all this stuff was ridiculous. I will say, the ending that they made fun of, Marvel, like the the Marvel ending, the quote-unquote Marvel ending that they made fun of, literally happened in Secret Invasion. I will yep. say that's kind of funny. No, it is that they would funny. they would admit that they have that problem, <laughs> and then immediately put out a show <laughs> with that ending. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. For me, why I am putting She Hulk, I went. I actually, I'd put Secret Invasion still above She Hulk, but why yep. I at least put them on the same level is it still had enjoyable moments. Yeah. Like That's I said, fair. Tatiana Maslany nailed the character. Mm-hmm. The bringing in Daredevil, I thought, was a ton of fun. And yeah. the, the Daredevil stuff we got was really good. Yeah. It had a lot of good laughs. The stuff with Wong was hilarious. Yep. Um, and it, just as, as a different kind of show, and some of the commentary they did try and go for, while it was not executed well, I liked what it was trying to say. And so those kind of things, at least puts it at the same level whereas at a point secret invasion what was the message it was trying to say what was the commentary it was really going for i don't even think it knew yeah, it had messaging fair. and commentary that was there it just kind of just was using that to move the story forward though it wasn't yeah. actually trying to say something about the plight of immigrants or like connect they had a clear connection which was kind of mentioned multiple times of Nick Fury being an African American living in the South during segregation. Yep. But then he's telling the the scrolls, no, you can't be your own people. Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't doesn't match up. And it's like, no, he should be extra yep. like responsive to that. And it's just he should the, be on their that's, side. that's where like Secret Invasion really started to take it down. It's just what is the message here? Mm-hmm. There is not really. At least She-Hulk was trying to put forward a message for me. Yeah. I could agree All with right, that. So we relatively stayed in the same tiers of the shows. We flipped a couple around, but we actually had a relatively pretty equal yep. discussion there. So let's wrap up um, the Secret Invasion discussion with just kind of the last few points. Something we didn't mention as we both were kind of hating on the finale 13% on Rotten Tomatoes is what the finale debuted with, which is the worst of all the Marvel shows of all time. Kinda we just crazy. talked about how ridiculous She-Hulk's finale was in some of those episodes. Yeah. None of them hit that low. Yeah. So. Uh, I think I think it's kind of crazy for a 13%. I personally wouldn't even give it that low of a rating. But I wouldn't eat, but I mean, that's not off of like, that's off of the percent of good. So no, yeah. Only, only thirteen percent of reviewers have given it a good, yeah. at least a good, not even great rating, a good rating. Yeah. And I agree. There, what there was nothing quite redeemable about the finale. Yeah. And like, like I get it, 
but to me, She Hulk is worse. Just that's just that's just me though. Yeah, I could feel that. Yeah. All right, um, last last bit of discussion on Secret Invasion, and then we'll move on to some new stuff. Um, this show had a two hundred million dollar budget. We kind oh, of boy. made fun of this a little earlier yeah. about like okay. Why couldn't they get another hero to show up? All of this. It's setting up the Marvels. Why can't we get Brie Larson to show up? Right. Where did this money go? Because if you look like the the big thing people have pointed out, and I agree with, and as a a film analysis person, this bugged me also, Mm -hmm. the president's hospital. Yeah. Watch the scenes in the president's hospital. It's a white hallway with three people in it. Yep. If the U.S. president was getting hauled into a hospital, <laughs> there would not only be a doctor, a nurse, and Nick Fury around. Yeah. In a plain white hallway. Like, come on. Where, where did the budget go for the show? And, like, their in-show in reasoning was that they wanted isolation and privacy for the president. Like, come on. You, there still would be more doctors. Yeah, come on, Like, guys. you could have paid three more extras. Yeah. And you could have had a bit more of a dynamic-looking scene than yeah. just the single camera watching them run down and them talking. Yep. Like, like go, go look at any of the like classic Grey's Anatomy, ER. Right. They'll show you how to film an interesting looking gurney scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we didn't have a lot of, we didn't have any Avengers show up besides Rhodey. Mm-hmm. We, didn't have a ton of special effects outside of the finale. Where did this money go? What do you think they spent the money on? Sam Jackson's contract that expensive? I really, I really have no idea. Unless, yeah, unless Sam Jack is making he's making two hundred billion of that. Yeah, like unless he's good enough to retire now, and if Fury never needs to show up again, like I don't know, I don't understand. The final fight, like yes, the effects looked cool. Like that's that's not two hundred and twenty million dollars. Like I don't know. There was even some points where I thought like the lighting looked bad, and like oh, there were many, there there were many. Like it's just looked bad. It it looked very a lot of this. There was no like big sets. A lot of sets were very small. Like it looked like a fifty million dollar show. Yeah. If this was a fifty million dollars show, I'd understand. Okay, you're you understand it a yeah. bit more. Okay, they didn't have a big budget. This was two hundred million dollars. Yeah, they had close to Captain America. That's Winter movie Soldier. budget territory. Yeah, that, that's the budget for some of these big movies. Yep, they like had... um, was it Barbie and Oppenheimer? Both yeah. had like hundred, like less than a, a right less around a hundred million yeah. dollar budgets. I think less. For Oppen, I mean, less for Oppenheimer, more for Barbie. Yeah, I think Oppenheimer was like seventy. Yeah, right. I know Oppenheimer was right at a hundred million. Oh, okay. Oppenheimer was right at a hundred million, and Barbie. I think it was like one twenty or something. One forty-five. One forty. Okay, got it. And those Oppenheimer. That's yeah. just a hundred million dollars for what is a spectacle of a movie, right? Which was a political drama right. with some big effects and where'd the extra hundred billion dollars go? Because this right. didn't even hit close to that value. Um, but yeah, um, so I, th- I think we've talked enough secret invasion. Mm-hmm. 
Um, let's get through a couple more of these topics here. Let's start off with Beyond the Spider-Verse. Okay. We both love the Spider-Verse films. We talked about that on the first episode. Yep. It's gotten taken off of the release schedule. Delayed indefinitely due to actor strikes is the big thing they've said because the voice actors can't come in. Does this make you worry about the movie at all? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I would just like to start out by saying pay your people. Yes. God. Pay your artists as well. Pay everyone. Pay literally pay people for doing their job. Like what are we what are we talking about? You're making uh, – anyway, I could go on and on about it. But, I yes, I am worried about the movie because as it stands for right now, the the big, you know, uh, employers and big companies don't seem to be budging on their stance uh, on payment and fair wages and time off and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I'm a little worried that, you know – uh, potentially it could go in the whole direction of the whole teams just decide to stop uh, 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 boycotting and such and uh, protesting. And they just completely just say, Hey, we're not going to do this anymore. You know what? You know what? You had your chance. We, uh, we, we told you, we gave you a ultimatum. We sat on the picket lines, but Hey, you know, you guys are going to have to make this movie without us. And then if they do that, which I'm sure companies will still want the movie to go forward, it won't be the same at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then on top of the artists and the issues about the artists that came out after part two, it's, yeah. it, it like the fact that it's, it wasn't just delayed, that it's been completely pulled from the release schedule as well yeah. as of right now that's the worrisome part for me. Like a lot of these other movies are just getting pushed back and they're they're getting new release dates. And this one's just like, we don't know. Yep. And that sucks. And, but I agree with you, but pay your artists. And until they do that, if this movie doesn't get made until they do that, so be it. Right. I have the, I have the Spider-Man art book sitting right behind me. I, I, I saw your tweet yeah. about it, and I was and like, dang. That it's so sense. gorgeous. There's some really gorgeous pieces of art in there. And it's just like, pay them, please. <laughs> like, please. please. It's so they, good. They do amazing work. Pay them. It's top-tier media. Please, please. Um, let's, let's get a couple more of these short ones out and then we'll, we'll probably end with the Marvel's trailer. We'll say, well, let, let's save Spider-Man two for next episode. All right. Sounds um, good. but let, let's just, we're going to, we're going to jump into star Wars. We've, we've been talking Marvel cause that's honestly what most of the news has been yeah. recently. Um, but let, let's jump to a little, little bit of star Wars news as we approach the end of this. And then we'll, like I said, we'll wrap up with the Marvel's trailer. Okay. Uh, the Acolyte, a show we mentioned a while back, is getting a little bit of hype. Um, there was a tweet po- put out by Culture Crave um, via EW. So EW had this quote from the Acolyte cast. If you love the fight sequence with Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Darth Maul, you're going to enjoy this show. And my when I saw that, I'm like, yes, please. Because yeah. that... To me, like when, when I rank the prequels, episode one is not the bottom movie for me purely because of that fight scene. That I still think is the best lightsaber duel we've had in a live action Marvel show. 
and say live action because the animation has done better lightsaber duels. But live action, that was the best. So if we're going to get more of that action, sign me up. Give me the show right now. Please. I agree. Um, if, if that's really promised, like actually like implemented very well, I'm going to have such a great time. Because I love that fight scene. I think it's it's both like emotional and you can see them fighting. And while it also has just incredible movements. And it's dynamic. It's dynamic and it moves from scene to scene and set to set. And there's there's height and there's there's height to the battle. Like they they literally change where they're standing often and like things matter in the setting. And it's not just you know, hey, we're fighting with lightsabers while water's hitting us in the face. You know, it's it's nice. It's to it's put also it very not nicely. Just standing there like classic sword fighting, right? It's, it's it feels like what a lightsaber duel. It's a futuristic be. samurai ninja wizard battle. That's what it feels yeah. like. <laughs> so yeah. So no, it's that just made me even more hyped for the yeah. show because. Yes, just please. Please give us a show with just incredible lightsaber duels, and we will eat that up. As as Star Wars fans, like that, that will just, that will go over so well. Yeah, that's my second Um, favorite lightsaber battle of all time, so if there's more of that, give it to me. What's your number one? Oh, uh, Anakin versus Obi-Wan, episode three. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. See, why I actually still put Obi-Wan, Maul, and Qui-Gon over that just because of the more clear CGI-ness of the Anakin Obi-Wan one. Fair. It, it's it's very similar. They're very close, but just kind of that extra, just very clear CGI-ness of it. That's fair. The um, emotion, obviously the importance of the Anakin Obi-Wan duel is great, but that that's a, that's why it, it puts it at number two for me. Yeah. And if, if we're including animated, though, they, they both probably aren't. They are, yeah. They're not at the top, Pat, that's for sure. They're mm-hmm. not number one and two. Um, so the other big Star Wars news that came out was we're getting a Lando Calrissian series. Very um, It's being written by Donald and Stephen Glover, so the Glover brothers. And I'm excited about this. I am very excited. Mainly because of Donald Glover. Yeah. He has made some, he has made, written, produced some great shows. I haven't watched a lot like everything but i've hear, heard great things about atlanta and all atlanta this stuff is that a he's great done. show yeah so i know he loves the character yep so yes do we necessarily need a lando show no no but, but i i like please. the actor i think yeah. he's good uh, so yeah I, i'm excited about this how about you me yeah i agree i uh i i definitely don't think it's like necessary for the star wars universe to have a show for him but i will take it especially written by don glover and his brother absolutely uh atlanta's great i actually uh like just started catching up on atlanta recently it's a great show i highly recommend it um but i've heard heard nothing but great things yeah uh and I'm a big fan of Donald Glover in general. I think when it comes to him and his art, he goes all out regardless. And yeah, I think him, him as Lando, I liked him in solo. Uh, So I'm looking forward to it. I I got nothing but solo was 
Um, Solo got too much hate for its time. Yeah, Solo was not as bad as people like. I a thousand percent agree. Yeah, Yeah. like like even uh, Aldrich Emmerich, like Mm -hmm. he did a good job as Han Solo, and it's unfortunate that that movie flopped because now we're just getting all these DAs, Mark Hamill's, and Luke Skywalker's, and these. If that movie did well, I think we would have had it. One, I think a lot of things would have changed and these characters, we, we could have more of these characters, but now Disney's scared to do it because, oh, people didn't like Solo. Yep. And it's just like, so I hope Lando does well to maybe show them, no, it's it's not just that. Like, it's yeah. not just, you could tell a really good story with the characters. It doesn't matter who the actor is. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's end with we've mentioned carol danvers captain marvel we've talked kamala in this so let's end with the new trailer for the marvels what were your thoughts on the new trailer um yeah i have very few i gotta be honest uh i think (laughs) yeah i like i don't know it doesn't really give me much to go off of in my opinion it added basically nothing yeah the first trailer yeah um you know i i i'm just i'm looking forward to seeing what it what it becomes i that's really all i have for this movie um i like all of the characters in it i i want it to be good i want it to do well um you know kamala khan carol danvers nick fury uh, um, I can't remember her name. Um, um, the one from WandaVision. Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Big fan of her from in WandaVision, by the way. And uh, I think she plays her character very well. Um, uh, yeah, I just... I have I have high expectations for this movie, for them to really tie this all together and really make it a, a big, big thing. Um, I hope... Uh, we we get a a blue Marvel appearance. I think that would be, be cool. So cool, It'd be uh, so cool to get yeah. a blue Marvel appearance. I mean, it's the Marvel. Yeah, so exactly. That's, that's why I would hope we'd get an appearance. But uh, yeah, that's that's really it. I just have really high hopes for this movie. Yeah, uh, like I said, it it barely added anything new from the first trailer. It really didn't add yeah. much at all. Um, I. I like I said, I'm a big Captain Marvel the first movies fan. I, I'm one of like I defend that movie. I think it actually is a pretty good movie. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I, I actually think it 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 fell in a time where people didn't want these new characters or needed these new characters and kind of built on this same issue of hey, we introduced this cool new character, where do they appear? What do they do? It kind of kind of started that issue for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um but I think the, the actual movie is good. I'm excited for this movie because, like I said, I like all these characters. Secret Invasion has made me more worried for this movie. Yes. Because, once again, this movie, the sequel to Captain Marvel should be her still dealing with the scroll issue, helping, like, helping out. It should be the, it should be the extension of Secret Invasion. It Absolutely. should be her dealing with those consequences, not finding them this world. Clearly, the Kree are playing a part in here, who at the end of Secret Invasion, we got dropped to this, um, oh, apparently the Kree want peace talks with the scrolls all of yeah. a sudden. 
but it doesn't like okay so what this darven i think is the villain's name yeah. what is she just pulling a ronin from guardians of the galaxy one are we just rehashing that villain storyline of where the Cree accuser is angry about a peace treaty and goes off on their own yeah like and it's maybe just like are we just recycling content i hope not but uh yeah so it's possible um, my, my other thing, and, and I know special effects might not be done. Carol doesn't look as powerful yeah. in, in the tray. Like she's not as brightly lit up and like, she, she's not in like the, the super Saiyan Goku form ever in the trailer. Right. And it's like, no, like that's, that's the, the miss or that's the Captain Marvel we need. Like yeah. she is the most powerful hero. I mean, Gaia looked like that. With just so. her power. <laughs> Please show that. Like, yeah. please make sure that's in there. And then also the the scene where the three of them are fighting Darven, while it looks like we just talked Qui Gon, Darth Maul, and yeah. this idea of a dynamic multi person fight, it looks like they're doing that, messing with the abilities. My big issue with that is okay. Once again, they're also playing up this idea that all three of these characters are light based. Why is that room so dark? <laughs> and why aren't they shining more because it's so dark? Like, okay, right. you want to put them in a dark room, you have these three light-based characters. Bright, They Absolutely. should be brightening up the room. Yep. But yet, it just looks... It, it, it's like, like I said, it's like Secret Invasion, where it just looks flat and plain. Yep. And as someone that likes Captain Marvel and really wants this movie to do well... Mm-hmm. Those things have worried me. Like when it was in the first trailer, and we saw that that fight scene, it was dark. I was like, okay, special effects just aren't done. They're they're gonna brighten it up. Yeah, but now it's the fact that we're at trailer two and it looks the same. I'm just like, oh no, uh oh, yeah. So I I'm still excited for the movie. I'm worried because I also just saw, and this is going into box office stuff. Um. Oh, Apparently, it's not getting any IMAX screens. Yeah. Which, because, and the reasoning actually blew my mind, is Dude. IMAX says Marvel's is not going to get any IMAX screens because they're giving Dune Part 2 IMAX screens for five to six weeks. Yep. And I'm just like, okay, I like Dune. I like Dune Part 1. I'm excited for Dune Part 2. I know that that movie's actually not on a lot of people's radars because they thought yep. the first one was boring. So how are you guaranteeing them five to six weeks of IMAX screens this far out? Yeah. Is the Marvels a really, is it testing that poorly? Are people that, like, is it, because that's the, IMAX has to have, have access yeah. to, like, test screening data and stuff for this. So that also made me worried. So yeah, Secret Invasion, some of the visuals in the trailer, the idea that, just what this story should be versus what we're getting. Yep. A lot of the, the worries are starting to pile up for me and I, I don't like it. Yeah. I, I agree. It's just, I think Marvel is just really in the hot seat now and everything they do is just making the chair warmer and warmer and less, less likely to have someone to sit down in it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, uh, it's unfortunate. But um, I again, I really do hope they can pull off something really ni- nice with this movie. Because I do too. Because yeah. I, I like these characters, and I yep. don't want them to get 
poor reception again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want them to get like shelved either because yeah, they, they underperform. Like the, these are, we just, we talked about Maria Rambeau and yep. Kamala Khan coming from the Disney plus shows. Okay. These are some of the characters that are being established and moving forward. And we've, we've talked so much about the shows need to have an impact and impact the movies. If this fails, I feel like that's just going to teach once again, Marvel a wrong lesson. Yep. And it, it, they won't realize it's maybe because they didn't tell the right story or these other things. They're going to be like, oh, well, nope, the, the TV show characters can't come to movies. They yep. don't work. And I, I'm like, please, please, Marvel, please don't, don't, don't learn that lesson. Because yeah. that is not, if this movie fails, that's not the reason why. Because like I said earlier, when Miss Marvel got poor reception from the fans, they completely changed their whole big three future dynamic idea. So if it fail if if another marvel movie like marvel's movie fans would captain marvel would basically she'd appear in the avengers right that's it. she'd and fight kang and go away again like like thanos yeah. <laughs> which once again is part of the reason why i think there's an issue of just the characters yeah she never should have done that yeah okay you want her to be a galactic character then have her be a galactic character that's fine then once again, if, if that's the idea, then this movie should be a gala- her galactic adventure. Yeah. Like it, but no, they're they're like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, and I, I'm worried that's not going to work. Yep. All right. Um. But yeah, like I said, we'll we'll save Spider-Man Two talk for next episode. So Sounds if you're good. looking for us to discuss and break down the oh, Spider-Man Two trailer, I have so much from to say. Comic Con. Yeah, I I do as well. I know yeah. you're actually replaying through. I am. The I game. am. I just replayed through it recently. So we'll we'll save that for next time. We'll have a yeah. good, nice, big Spider-Man discussion about Sounds the video good. game because I think that's worth it. Yep. Uh, we also need. We'll be doing a. I think we have to do the Rebels. Oh yeah. Next time too. So. Um, if you are listening and looking for, you've never seen Rebels, but you're excited for Ahsoka, we'll kind of recap and discuss the Rebels, uh, Star Wars Rebels TV show, uh, talk about kind of the characters, how they set up, all the, basically what you need to know from that show going into Ahsoka. We'll break down Spider-Man 2 and cover any other news that comes up in between now and then. Absolutely. Um, but any last words, anything you want to plug, Sacred? Nothing. I got, uh, you know, just the regular. You can find me everywhere at a sacred skull. Uh, if you if you like my takes, if you don't like my takes, please voice them. T- tweet at me, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys, al- as always, enjoyed listening to us talk about your favorite things as they are our favorite things. Yeah. And and uh, as always, right? We these are just our opinions. We yeah. we will listen and respect your opinions as well. So yeah, absolutely. Seek us out. Uh, go check out the the Media Verse uh, Pod Twitter absolutely. account. Uh, Follow tweet us, us. Tweet at us. Uh, yell at us. Or do whatever I guess you want. Zeet or Zeet at us. Oh I yeah. Can't say tweet anymore. Post at us. Yeah. The, um, t- just do something. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever Elon Musk decides it is called today. Do that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, with that, that's the end of episode three. Hope you all enjoyed it. And Thanks for watching back in two or listening. Weeks. Yeah. Um, we'll be back in two weeks with more. Have, Have a good, good rest one. of your day.